Hello, everyone, and welcome to Let Go and Let God. Let go and let God always let him lead. Whatever faces us, he is all we need. Let go and let God show us the way You're listening to Let Go and Let God. I'm your host, Art Siriano. I like to start the program each week by talking about prayer. Prayer is the most important thing we have when choosing life as a Christian because it's your opportunity to talk directly to Jesus, and that's what prayer should be. Speaking with the Lord, sharing your most personal thoughts, needs, and thanks for all you have. Praying is more than just reciting prayers. It's talking to Jesus from your heart and talking to Him as if He is your best friend. He does listen, and when you are patient and persistent in prayer, you will find that He does answer. No, not in words, but through events and actions He orchestrates, often bringing you someplace you never imagined. As your relationship with the Lord grows, you will learn how to let go and let God meaning you give him all that is troubling you and you let him handle it. When you do, you will find yourselves living a life free of worry, fear, and anxiety. So if you're struggling with your faith, have doubts, or lack faith, please keep listening because together we'll get you to a better place. On today's show, we are going to be speaking about God's commands. I have mentioned many times on this program the need we have as Christians to follow God's commands and His laws. We should all be aware of the Ten Commandments, but when I say God's commands, it involves much more than just the Ten Commandments. In fact, there are 1,050 commands listed in the New Testament. That's right, 1,050. But before we all give up and say I couldn't possibly follow 1,050 commands, let me put this all into perspective. First, what does God really want from us? Our love and devotion. That's the first step. After that, He wants us to love one another, be kind to one another, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, forgive one another, and put the needs of others before our own. In essence, God's commands are instructing us how to be good Christians and to follow His will. But even when we break it down, simply as I just did, how many of us are not following His ways? There's the person who is so greedy, they refuse to give any money to those in need. The person who is unfaithful to their spouse, having one affair after another. There's a person who is cruel to others, especially when in a position of authority, threatening employees with termination if they do not comply with their unreasonable demands. These are not Christian acts, and people guilty of them are not following God's commands. When we look at the world today, we can see how easy it is to be tempted by so many non-Christian acts. Looking at the income that some people make today, one could ask, how much is enough? Don't get me wrong. I think it's fine for anyone to earn a good living, and it's important that we can provide for ourselves. But what about the billionaire? 
who's obsessed with owning the world's largest yacht and luxury jet. Wouldn't it be better to spend that $500 million helping those that are less fortunate? I see greed today being completely out of control, and it is probably the most noticeable of God's commands that's not being followed. Look at marriage. How many couples today get married and divorced, then remarried and divorced again and again? That is not following God's commands. God's commands are simple, and they need to be followed if we truly want to live life as a Christian and achieve our place in heaven when we die. In the Bible it says, John chapter 13, verses 34 and 35, A new commandment I give you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another by this. All people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Here we are being told very simply that most importantly, what God wants is for us to love one another and to love each other as he loves us. Following God's commands and his laws is another important step in living life as a Christian. As we continue talking more about God's commands, how do you rate yourself as a Christian? Don't worry, that wasn't a trick question. The truth is that none of us, myself included, are perfect, and there is always room for improvement. We should think often of that and see where we may have weak moments when we are not following God's commands and how we can resist them. The good news is that God knows all, and He knows when we are not following His ways and when we seek His help and forgiveness, we find ourselves in a better place, provided we try not to make the same mistakes again and again. The strongest command that God wants us to follow is to love one another. Why? Because the strongest gift we receive from God is His love. God loves all of us, and He is there for all of us. The first song I'm going to play today talks about the greatest gift God gave us, the gift of love. The song is called God Gave Us Love. In the song, we hear no matter how we choose to live our lives, God still loves us and that there is nothing more important than love. Please listen now to my song, God Gave Us Love. Yeah. 
to Let Go and Let God with your host, Art Siriano. And just a reminder that if you would like to learn more about me, get in touch with me, email me, or listen to the music you were hearing on these shows, simply go to my website at www.artsiriano.com or find me on Facebook or YouTube. That's www.artsuriano.com. Talking more about God's commands, how does following God's commands tie into prayer? Very simply, we can pray to Jesus and ask his help to give us the strength to resist the temptations all of us are exposed to that lead us away from God and his commands. There's a person on a trip away from his spouse and family who finds himself in a big city with all kinds of temptations. There's the strip club or the adult theater Or there's the attractive lady sitting alone at the bar. Does he act on them? Unfortunately, many do, 
and that is not following God's commands. It makes the devil happy, but not our God. There's the person who is counting hundreds of dollars of cash received for a charity. The temptation of putting a few hundred dollars in their pocket is compelling. After all, who would know? Well, God would. These types of temptations happen all the time, and that is why we must maintain a strong relationship with the Lord, and that only happens through prayer. Maybe that person in the big city should reach out to Jesus before making a mistake. And when he does, he finds himself back alone in his hotel room talking to his spouse on the phone. The person tempted to steal a few dollars after a quick prayer to Jesus immediately dismisses the thought and all the cash is probably counted. Praying to Jesus is an opportunity for us 24-7 and Jesus is always there to listen and to help. In addition to praying for ourselves to be stronger and better Christians, we can also ask Jesus to help those that we see are weak. Perhaps we have a relative or a friend who we suspect is involved with drugs. We can pray for that person, asking Jesus to help steer them away from this bad habit and to help them find a better path to follow. Maybe we know of a person who is unfaithful to their spouse and we have tried to reason with them, but they have no interest in changing. Yet, we're fond of the spouse and don't want to see the person hurt. Here is an opportunity for prayer, asking Jesus to intervene. If the person guilty of being unfaithful refuses to change, perhaps the Lord can lead the spouse to a better place, to break free and eventually find someone who would be faithful. The list of why we pray is endless because Jesus is there for all of our needs. What's important is that we use prayer regularly and talk to Jesus about everything in our lives. Following God's commands is important, and Jesus is there to help us, seeking his strength and guidance to avoid the temptations that pull us away from God is another way of using prayer, and it's another part of living life as a Christian. As we continue talking more about God's commands, we must always remember that most importantly, we follow the basic laws of our God, which are to love one another, be kind to one another, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, forgive one another, and put the needs of others before our own. If we can live our lives abiding by those acts, we are on a great path to living life as a Christian and attaining a place in heaven when we die. God's love is important, and we must be thankful for His love. And the love we give to others is equally important to God, for He wants us to love everyone, even our enemies, which is not easy, but something as Christians we must do. In addition to love, we also have to trust God and let Him know we do by following Him and the path He provides for us. We may not always know what that path is, and that's why, once again, prayer is important, because through prayer, we can ask Jesus to lead us where we need to be. The next song I'm going to play is all about trusting God. The song is called, I Trust in You. When we pray to Jesus, we must trust that He knows what's best and that He will always bring us to a better place. And the song we hear about a person who was content going on their own, but soon found how much better their life was once they learned to follow and trust the Lord. Please listen now to my song, I Trust in You. 
to Let Go and Let God with your host, Art Siriano. And just a reminder that if you would like to learn more about me, get in touch with me, email me, or listen to the music you were hearing on these shows, simply go to my website at www.artsiriano.com or find me on Facebook or YouTube. That's www.artsuriano.com. According to the church calendar, today is the sixth Sunday in Ordinary Time. In today's gospel, Jesus talks about the commandments and the importance of following them. Jesus says, Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. I chose to use an alternate psalm for today, Psalm 123, Our Eyes Are Fixed on the Lord. This psalm compares us to servants who look to their masters for guidance and protection and to provide for them. We look to God as our master, as we his servants. In writing this psalm, I chose to use the ancient text along with a contemporary music style. This psalm has been published by Worship Now. Please listen to my version of Psalm 123, Our Eyes Are Fixed on the Lord.
to Let Go and Let God with your host, Art Siriano. And just a reminder that if you would like to learn more about me, get in touch with me, email me, or listen to the music you were hearing on these shows, simply go to my website at www.artsiriano.com or find me on Facebook or YouTube. That's www.artsuriano.com. Each week, we conclude with a special message or story from God's Corner. This is titled, I Can Sleep. Years ago, a farmer owned land along the Atlantic seacoast. He constantly advertised for hired hands. 
Most people were reluctant to work on farms along the Atlantic. They dreaded the awful storms that raged across the Atlantic, wreaking havoc on the buildings and crops. As the farmer interviewed applicants for the job, he received a steady stream of refusals. Finally, a short, thin man, well past middle-aged, approached the farmer. Are you a good farmhand? The farmer asked him. Well, I can sleep when the wind blows, answered the little man. Although puzzled by this answer, the farmer, desperate for help, hired him. The little man worked well around the farm, busy from dawn till dusk, and the farmer felt satisfied with the man's work. Then, one night, the wind howled loudly and from offshore. Jumping out of bed, the farmer grabbed a lantern and rushed next door to the hired hand's sleeping quarters. He shook the little man and yelled, Get up! A storm is coming! Tie things down before they blow away! The little man rolled over in bed and said firmly, No, sir, I told you I can sleep when the wind blows. Enraged by the response, the farmer was tempted to fire him on the spot. Instead, he hurried outside to prepare for the storm. To his amazement, he discovered that all the haystacks had been covered with tarpaulins. The cows were in the barn, the chickens were in the coops, and the doors were barred. The shutters were tightly secured. Everything was tied down. Nothing could blow away. The farmer then understood what his hired hand meant, so he returned to bed to also sleep while the wind blew. The moral of the story? When you're prepared spiritually, mentally, and physically, you have nothing to fear. Can you sleep when the wind blows through your life? The hired hand in the story was able to sleep because he had secured the farm against the storm. We as believers in Christ secure ourselves against the storms of life by grounding ourselves in the Word of God. We don't need to understand, we just need to hold His hand to have peace in the midst of the storms. Well, that's all the time we have today on Let Go and Let God. You'll find me every week right here on this podcast channel. Reach out to Jesus this week and pray. Talk to him now and talk to him like he is your best friend. There's nothing you can't tell him and he does listen. Get to church and start building a relationship with the Lord. Have a blessed week and I look forward to seeing you all next week right here on Let Go and Let God. Let Go and Let God.